Hello, and welcome to People Keep Dying, a podcast about people who die. I'm your host, Angela. And I'm Stephanie. And we're just going to go right into stories because I don't <laughs> think care about our boring lives. Yeah, our lives were pretty boring. I stayed at home all week. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this story is, it's older and i actually have like an extra story in the middle so yeah. it's kind of weird. when you say older like are um, we like 1986 older oh, okay. so it's not like that's always us yeah <laughs> we're old <laughs> yeah but that's like when we were born not well like i when, was i'm 87 yeah but, but it's, it's like my brother but like around the time we were born it's still older yeah. so yeah. yeah it's not a recent murder you might have heard of the story because it was kind of a big deal and i actually found a story because of um i found a craft article <laughs> where it was like songs that you didn't know about where are about murders or something oh. insidious or something yeah. so um i don't even think that the article was that accurate because i i didn't find a connection anywhere else except on the cracked article and on Wikipedia, but that could have just been an add-on from someone who had just read the Yeah, cards. someone yeah. could have just put that and, into the Wikipedia. Yeah, and then, like, the song didn't have that connection either. Cite your sources. So, but anyways, the murder's still real. Yeah. <laughs> so, Robert Chambers was okay. born September 25th, 1966, and raised by his mother, who was an immigrant, Phyllis, and an and she was a nurse, and his father, Robert Chambers Sr., who was a credit manager, but in sto some stories, he was, like, a like a tape cassette trader or something like everyone had different okay. ideas of what her dad did Maybe i don't know he why did all of them but his dad didn't really take a big part and i don't think he took part of a lot of interviews either and that's why he probably also had like he probably was everything yeah like, and then they eventually a divorced so yeah. it's one of those yeah I mean, if he's not a major player like yeah who cares? <laughs> so though not very wealthy robert was able to attend some very affluent schools through scholarships. Okay, so this was, he was smart? No, School. he wasn't. He, was it like sports scholarships? No, that's why I couldn't figure out what it was because he kept getting kicked out of these schools. And so he was like bouncing around schools, but but then somehow he got into scholarships and I was trying to figure out how that was possible, but people yeah. were obviously more focused on the murder aspect of it than his yeah, personal um, life. Yeah, okay. But even that's in weird. like the Wikipedia article, it was like he had, he got bad grades and he caused trouble, so he got kicked out. And I was like, then how did he keep getting scholarships to these other schools? Yeah. But, uh, that's and his mom weird. apparently worked a ton of hours to be able to pay for some things, because I think scholarships uh, only cover a little yeah. bit. So this was because Phyllis wanted a better privileged life yes, for Robert. because she was an immigrant. Yes. Working many hours to ensure she could provide him with, like, this kind of access, including, like, this is, like, a fun tidbit, a play date with JFK Jr. Because she had... She had, she like, had connections. Well, she had taken care of JFK Jr. when he had bronchitis. Okay. So she was able to push for a play date. But apparently she was, like, really pushy at the play date. So when she asked again for the play date, they were like, no, not allowed. Because, okay. like, he, like... Robert would say something wrong or something that like sounded not, I guess, ritzy or something. And she like kick him under the table or kind of like mm -hmm. tell him not to do it. But and he was younger than JFK as well. So it was odd. So it's weird to have like a play date between like a seven year old and a 10 year old. I mean, no, not necessarily, but maybe because I was the 10 year old having to play with the seven year old. Yeah. So, uh, but like, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. 
So um, kids are kids. Some articles indicated that he didn't excel in its atmosphere as being surrounded by peers considered better, um, like he considered was better off than him. Yeah. So which he, they probably were. They were, and so he would act out and get poor grades, and he would bounce around from prep school to prep school. He's but then, probably getting teased a lot. It's like I couldn't find anything about him being teased either. Well, no, because they're not going to talk about like, yeah. And then her former headmaster said he was rather charming, pleasant society boy. Every girl had a crush on him. And like the articles that came out okay. in 1986 when this happened had yeah. very differing stories. Some say he came from a really faint, like a really like rich family. Well, see, I'm wondering if, because that's what I was going to wonder, but she was an immigrant. It but doesn't really seem like the dad was like doing no. too much. So um, he even so talks about his poor upbringing in like later interviews. But I think when like the um, newspapers started getting these stories, yeah. they were just kind of nitpicking well, which parts they liked. I don't know if like my thought process is so like... Um, like tainted because of like current news stuff going on yeah. with like the college scandals but it's sort of like if he was like getting kicked out of these schools but still getting scholarships it's like was there something else that was going on where like he was like that's where i'm at where it was like maybe a bribery like because type his thing? his mom his mom was like a private nurse yeah because then when you mentioned jfk access. i was like oh well yeah. jfk probably would have she would have been able to like get it there but then when you said that they like they never wanted another play date yeah. i was like okay well maybe not so much that but i think because she was a private nurse she got like more access because it li still lived in like the mm -hmm. upper east side like area and stuff I wonder, like, it's really weird that you'd have some articles saying that he wasn't a rich family and then other articles saying that he yeah, was. Yeah, it was super confusing when I was reading hmm. about the story. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, like, I think now they've settled on the fact that he grew up in a poor household and got scholarships. Yeah. But back then, they were trying to, like, build the story. Like, the story's trying to build to him being, like, a privileged, you know, person. And then he does shitty yeah. things. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're trying to build the story up. To, I mean, right? I would definitely argue the whole privilege with the fact that like he went to like these private schools like or these uh, affluential schools and stuff like that, that maybe it's they're like playing that up or yeah. like, look at this guy that like went to all these like fancy schools. And then but, like some yeah. articles were just like, well, he came from an affluent family and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, nowhere else says that except this one article. And another article says, something yeah, very, so, OK, yeah. yeah, so it's just. It's just people feeding off each other. Yeah, it's uh, very like one piece of misinformation yeah. that someone picks up and then they all run with it, yeah. which still happens. Telephone game. Oh, it does all the time. Yeah. So Robert was accepted to Boston University, which also didn't make sense if he did terrible in school because that's a great school. Yeah. And but I guess Boston College is better. Well, wouldn't Boston University be better than Boston College? No, it's it's weird. It's some of the names are weird. Boston okay, College. Yeah, yeah it's, it's super. I think. I have no idea. It doesn't matter. Don't take my word for it. <laughs> Anyways, but he only completed one semester. He was asked to leave due to difficulties, one involving a stolen credit card. He was asked to leave. Yes. He was asked to leave after a semester because he was Damn. stealing shit. He continued to commit other petty thefts and burglaries in connection to his drug and alcohol abuse, mm, okay. which makes sense as well. Yeah. He had run-ins with the law, one incident where he was issued a summons for his disorderly conduct. He would rip off the summons and yell at the police as they were leaving, saying, like, saying some, ra like, racist stuff that I'm not going to say. Yeah. So, <laughs> he was being a dick. Yeah, he was being a dick. 
and he was very entitled which kind of makes sense because if you grow up in an atmosphere where everyone else is entitled you want to act the same way to mm-hmm. hide the fact that you're so insecure about yourself too well yeah it's it's sort of how he was probably probably raised yeah especially from the other people um and he would later enter and be the star- discharged from an addiction treatment clinic center so they did like his parents did try to like fix him up because they still see a lot of like potential in him he was a very good looking guy he was very expensive he was very expensive he was very good looking he was very charming and you know what that means he's gonna be a piece of shit because his good looks are gonna get him to places where was he good looking he was that was the big thing about him that like all the girls where every girl would turn to look at him. But in 1986, when Robert was 19, mm-hmm. he started uh, to frequent an Irish bar pub club thing located in the Upper East Side in Manhattan. Ooh. Dorian's Red Hand was a popular hangout for rich teens between the age of 17 to 23 because they were known to sell to minors, hmm. which I watched in Gossip Girl, and it makes sense. Because like, if you're really rich, Oh, yeah, fucking money will get you anything, yeah. regardless of your age. The young clientele was who would use this bar and others as a place to meet other underage singles mm-hmm. and often led to casual sex in the nearby Central Park. Ew. Like, outdoor sex, I, I've never done outdoor sex. It just feels, like, gross because of dirt. It's people like have sex on the beach. I'm like, it just feels like a lot of sand. Oh, uh, yeah. And no. you don't want to get no sand one, in there. No. no one wants to get no. sand in there. I don't there. need... I don't need I'm the extra adult. exfoliation. I have a bed. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it depends. I have. Uh, <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm But not on a beach. And like, it just really depends on the situation. Sometimes yeah. it's just... I mean, but it's humans used to have... Humans used to solely have sex outside, so... Humans used to do lots of other things that yeah. we don't do anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. So this is where Robert met Jennifer Levin, a beautiful 18-year-old who had recently moved to Soho, which is, is her a neighborhood. Her last name, Eleven? Levin. Oh, Levin. Uh, yeah, like, without the first E, but yeah, just that's Yeah, I was it. like, Jennifer Levin. Eleven. God, that would... I, I hate would, to have that name. I don't know. I mean, there's people with last name, like dick and butts. yeah well i feel bad for them too so i told nick that if his last name was dick i would totally take this last name nick dick oh my god could you imagine <laughs> his parents would have hated him to name him nick dick, nick dick. <laughs> oh man nick pick dick oh my god <laughs> like his fr- he wouldn't have any we'll, friends we'll we'll pick nick dick oh my god. yeah oh my gosh okay sorry so jennifer had a magnetic personality and her father was a successful Soho realtor. So she came from a pretty nice family as well. And her family recalled her, like, there's a story of her where she was riding a cab. And then she told the cab she was really nervous because she, w- she was about to take her driver's test. And before long, he'd turn off his meter and was teaching her how to parallel park. Because she was, like, you know, you know when you meet someone who's just that kind of person, you want to, like, drop everything and just do everything for them because you're so pretty. When they're, when they're that okay. age, like, there is that, like, I don't know. very popular girl personality to her. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know that there are people out there that are like that. Yeah. Um, she was one of those people. But was she nice? Or was she just, it's, like, well, after you, I'm, was she using her, her pussy magic well, after, for good or for bad? When you're 18 and then you die... <laughs> 
people okay. usually don't say nice things about don't they don't say mean things about you anymore. Yeah, that is. You don't have to be feel that bad. Is I'm just saying true. Like, they it's usually true. only talk about like yeah. well, after you die, like, usually people are just like, "Oh no, that's Especially the if you're person. the victim of a crime. Oh, I know. Yeah. I feel like if I've ever murdered, people are just going to be like, "Oh, she was so nice." I'm like, "No, she fucking yeah, uh, don't fucking lie. I'll come back and haunt you. No, just you lie tell for everybody me. Tell what a bitch everyone, I was. Tell everyone that I saved orphans and I was old. <laughs> she was like Mother Teresa. That's what you do, though. So it's really hard to tell if she was a nice person or not. But it doesn't matter. She was eighteen. She could who, who cares? Yeah. Like she, she was probably a really nice girl. And at the end of the day, uh, she didn't deserve. Didn't to die. deserve to what happens. And I don't even know what happened to her. So she had saved sixteen hundred dollars over the summer working at a restaurant. That's a lot of money in eighty six mm-hmm. to attend a junior college that year. Okay. So like you know, she, it does. She seem was like saving she, up her money to pay for her own way in school. So she like seemed like. At she was a responsible young adult um better than i did because i definitely got a job but i wasted it immediately on mm. clothes student loans i didn't get student loans until later because if you're really poor um financial aid will cover you oh. <laughs> if you're really really poor financial aid was just like here's the money to go to school you can pay us for the rest of your life they don't you don't pay it back oh right so yeah, that's I got that's a loan funny. so that I can live off campus in my last two years, but oh. it was the student loan was See, only. Like, I got a loan so that I could live on campus. Yeah, well, I lived on campus, but like slightly. And off. it was just a vacation for two years. That's great, though. Paid vacation by the government and my family. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So, anyways, um, unfortunately, she wouldn't be able to she will never be able to do either she didn't get to go to college or get her driver's license because everything falls apart for her before long so robert and jennifer had gone on two to three dates some say they were lovers but it's just his word at this point so who fucking knows if they had just met for the first time yeah on august 26 1986 robert and jennifer met at dorian's it was a packed venue that night as many college-bound kids were making their last goodbyes. Mm-hmm. Robert and Jennifer were seen having a long, animated conversation and around 3.45 headed towards Central Park, five blocks away. At 6.20, a cyclist found Jennifer's dead body. And this is 6.20 a.m. Oh, they had okay, left at 3.45 a.m. Sorry. Okay, sorry. It wasn't I, was, a, I thought it was in the yeah. afternoon. Okay. So in the morning, at 6.20, a cyclist found her dead body. Her dress had been pulled over her hips and her bra wrapped around her neck. Later that afternoon, as police started to do routine interviews, they stopped by Robert's residence. It was there that they noticed that he had vivid scratch marks on both sides of his face, <laughs> which, um, yeah. So he initially said that they were cat scratches before he was taken into questioning, which... Damn. Cat scratches. And then he changed his story a couple of times, saying like, oh, my cat was declawed, or like some weird... Like he was... He he couldn't keep his his story straight. But finally, he settled on this story. That night... That night, he made a formal statement of what happened. He said that he and Jennifer had gone from the bar to Central Park where they had rough sex, including a bondage game in which Jennifer tied Robert's wrists with her panties. Okay. Jennifer had explicitly asked Robert for rough sex, which is what he said. 
He said something went wrong and she hurt me. I told her to stop. She wouldn't. Robert said she hurt his genitals as she stimulated him. After freeing his hands, he said he pulled her backwards and hit her once. Okay. So the police agreed only on the fact that Robert killed Jennifer, but didn't really think the rest of it was true. They didn't agree about his statement of only hitting her once. Uh, the bruise and bites on her body indicated she fought for her life. Yeah. And around her neck was a bright red hemorrhages and indicating strangulation. So there's no way that he just hit her once and then... Yeah. Yeah. The medical examiner estimated the time of her death at approximately 6 a.m., which is 20 minutes before the cyclist found her. Jesus. And her underwear was found 50 yards or 46 meters away. So if his hands were tied well, by her like, underwear, then did he like somehow throw it that many meters away after like... He well, when he finished the story, killing her, he probably ran off and realized... I feel like he like started raping her and then she was running and then like tackled her probably a couple mm. of meters away but it, well it wasn't that his know. hands were tied behind his back and somehow just threw no i don't think that it yeah. was it was that situation i think that it, i didn't think that it was a situation where the underwear was off and she was taken somewhere else i think i thought that um he just threw the fucking underwear as he was running away oh i thought no he wasn't he didn't run away by the way i didn't but, get to that part yet oh yeah it would later come out that after Robert killed Jennifer, he sat nearby staring at Jennifer's dead body. Because so he killed he her at 6 a.m. And the cyclist found her at 6.20. So he was there the whole time. So he was there when the cyclist was yeah. there? And then he the was there police? when the cops came. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what a fucking creeper. He said, I've never seen a dead body before. Her eyes were open and she's not moving. And I was just scared. I didn't do anything. I just sat there. Because I don't think he's ever, he's never murdered someone before. Yeah. This is his first time. I believe it. And uh, I, I would, don't think it was, he maliciously tried to murder her, but then I think things got way well, out of hand. Well, I mean, it depends on if, if, if he was trying to like, if he like, I mean, I, I have no idea. Um, I, I always, I always hope people don't try to maliciously murder people. Yeah. But, but we've read enough stories to know that. Yeah. That like he was obviously going to rape her. Yeah. Uh, he was for sure going to rape her, but I think she fought back and that was the, the reason why it's on her body man it could be a sex thing too though yeah it's just um, yeah this is uh, so when the police arrived he was asked to leave the scene oh so he was there when the police arrived yeah. and then the police apparently stopped like this is robert's like when he was yeah. being interviewed okay he said that he was sitting there and then the police were like you need to get out of here because there's a murder scene and i'm like you wouldn't question him? You wouldn't be like, hey, was, why are you sitting over there staring so at this body? Were so different in 1986 that this is how it was? I don't uh, know. I don't know. Yeah. Did they think that it was just a hooker so they didn't care? Maybe. Sex worker, not hooker, sorry. Yeah, but maybe. Um, Which is really... That is really uh, bizarre. Yeah. So he was charged with second degree murder because you yeah. can't do first degree because it doesn't sound it like he planned yeah, it. it wasn't, yeah. They can at the point because... There's no proof that he planned it. Yeah. Yeah. So after hearing Robert's explanation, assistant DA Steve Sarako said, I've been in this business for for a while, and you're the first man I've seen raped in Central Park, which sounds really fucked up. Oh, that is the rudest fucking fuck that dude. So there's so many sexist things in all the articles. There was someone who was just like, you're the first man I've ever met who was raped. And I'm like, 
this is really yeah. messed up. Yeah, this was how they thought used to think back in the day. It's how they think now. Yeah. It's just. It's just. It was. They, they were more blatant about it. They were more likely to say it out loud in comparison to now, where they won't uh, say it out loud. Oh They'll yeah. Think no. It. Yeah. If, if you, uh, men don't get raped. Yeah. That's, that's why the wording for rape uh, was like. That's why that had to get changed. And I think that's. I don't. First of all, I don't think it's changed across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think that it's still like. I think in a lot of places it still doesn't include no, men. men. It's still vaginal even pred- though, penetration. Yeah, even though men definitely get raped and it's still really fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying in this situation he was raped because it's men what, that's can what be, they try to say. Yeah, and it there doesn't need to be penetration. No, for there to be rape. And for the record. Like a body's response is just like it's just a body's response. Men, well, I've, I've heard of men can yeah. have erections while being. I've heard of women raped. who like um, it'll get you know kind of wet and stuff because no, will, trying to save the body. Yeah, it doesn't want to get the hurt. Bodies, it's the body's reaction. Women yeah. can have orgasms uh, and from, still be raped. And still be raped because yeah. the body is just it's put like sense. It's just a sensation. It's just the body reacting. Um, it's, uh, so what we're saying is that you can get raped no matter what yeah. gender you are. Yeah. And it's very upsetting that he's just like, in all my oh, years, in yeah. all my years, we've never had him. And I bet you thousands upon thousands upon thousands of men have been raped in that part. And they, I bet you that they don't come out and say anything because they don't want to be made fun of by people like him. And honestly, like, wouldn't he, if she had been like hurting his genitals, like, wouldn't he just be able to pull down his pants and, and be like, show, and show like, no. where he, like some bruising or whatever the fuck? Like, it didn't happen that day. I know, yeah. but I'm just yeah. saying it's like, that day. Like, but then like a lot of nowadays also, they, sh- they should do males that. don't like coming out as victims, which is like a, you know, society thing, yeah. which I get. And back then because I'm pretty men sure. can't beat rape. I know. It's just, it's such garbage. Because like, men can't be victims because men are always the perpetrators and men is, have to be big and strong and women are victims. It's just... Which is why we cover so many women murderers, yeah, I think. It is. It is. But at the same time, it's also because, like, men are dicks. Yeah. But it's all right. I've got some women. Women I've are got bitches. Some women. Don't worry. We're all terrible people. <laughs> yeah. I am completely fine with talking about how shitty women are because... As bad as men are, women have some fucking issues too. But then, like the police would say, which I also don't think that, like, this is just what they said. I'm not 100% on it. The rape scenario seemed unlikely as Robert was more than a foot taller than Jennifer and almost now, that's double a, her weight. That's a, no, that's a bullshit reason. I don't think it happened because I don't. I think that he's just a fucking liar. Yeah, I think he's a um, liar. I think the strangulation was enough to put me towards, nope, this guy definitely killed her. That's really what got me, the strangulation part. I think that he wanted to have sex with her and she turned him down. Yeah, and then... Or and maybe he, they, maybe they were just having sex and he wanted it rougher and then he took it way too far. Yeah. And then ended up killing her. Yeah. Either way, it's not okay. So... If she's it's, like, no, no, then it means you're probably killing her, so... Well, I mean, he had the, her bra around her throat. Yeah. So it's... I'm wondering, like... Did the bra strangle her or were hands strangled? Or what I don't the, know. Did it the hands strangle? Yeah, it was yeah. like the hemorrhaging at the throat. And it's like, what kind of bra? Like, I have a million questions, but and at the end of the day, it's... He, still, he definitely killed her. He, yeah. So, he killed her. 
I don't think that he raped her, but I think that men can still be raped, and I think that the police response yes. to it is shit. And what he does afterwards is just yeah. every explanation of what kind of shitty like mindset he was in. He is nineteen. I'm not saying that like because of his age to be forgiven for it. I'm just saying that like when you're that age, you're a much shittier person than when you're grown up. Usually, because you think that you know everything, and you don't, and mm-hmm. hor- your hormones are still going. But you need to be an adult, and like we really don't know anything about what was going on with his upbringing or anything like that no that's all we know all we know is that his mom really wanted him to and we really don't know what happened with this girl either and i'm not blaming the girl at all she's 100 percent a victim but don't worry the media will Uh. (laughs) so before being booked robert said to his father that fucking bitch she didn't leave me alone so i don't know like what like that's what he said but before right before being booked they allowed him to call his dad and that's what he said not really sure how to take that. I don't know if like they were arguing about something. Maybe they were arguing about something. Maybe they were. They were like, having a lover's quarrel. And then she was really upset about something. And then they went to the park. And then something happened. She wouldn't leave me alone. Yeah. I mean. Or maybe that's just a story. I mean, maybe it's paint. just a red herring. But yeah. like it sort of just seems like maybe like he wanted to. And like, I don't know. I don't know. So it was seen um like as seen too many times by any media they labeled the crime as the preppy murder mm-hmm. and painted robert as a preppy altar boy with a promising future which you've definitely heard before, oh what? which will mean he gets a lenient Shocker. sentencing because that's oh. what Happens. okay yeah the this family i don't know what's going on with this family i don't know what's going on with these news articles so why they're not talking about some like maybe they did like a media silence and had to purge a bunch of shit but like but if anyone i feel like he may have been maybe not like super well off but i feel like a little bit i think his friends were really well off and he because he was very charismatic he had a yeah. lot of friends who were rich yeah he had people in high places when he um, like you know you, you pay bail like the person who owned the bar helped pay for the bail so he was that kind of person like no one wanted to believe that this guy did it everyone believed that he was innocent yeah but I mean she, like it's easy they all it's it, one of those things where these people like these people in the community would have known her and him so it's hard for them yeah. to be like oh my god she was well, she so had amazing re- and she had recently like, moved oh my god he was so amazing it sounded like, like she lived with her mom before and okay. then she recently moved to soho oh, with okay. her father okay. so i think they knew him more but she went to a good nice pre- mm-hmm. like you know what is a preppy school as well so i don't don't, but i think like it's always you always blame the girl yeah well because she can't defend herself no on top of that this is 86 you always blame the woman for everything yeah it's always yeah because we can't ruin the future of this promising white male exactly named robert chambers and look at how beautiful he is which is he was i didn't think he was that good looking but i imagine that like when he spoke and stuff he was probably like very magnetic you know, oh. you know what I mean? He has a like rich, privileged person look. I mean, I guess I could see how some people would. And I'm pretty sure like if you add that with a lot of charisma, if you combine his looks with a lot of charisma, you get like, holy shit kind of feels out of him. Oh, man. Yeah. When he grows his beard. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can. Yeah. 
So in contrast, many media sources attacked Jennifer's character because that's really classy. Uh, because they were, yeah. With headlines such as how Jennifer courted death and sex oh play got rough. God, that fucking, his family paid for those stories. I just, you know. Because it's, the, it's 86, right? Because yeah. like right now we're used to like 2018 where we have like social media and everything instant. Like this probably would have, it wouldn't have been contained, but it probably would have been a little bit small at yeah. first. And then it's just like, you have to control the narrative. And this family probably had connections and they knew how to control the narrative. And if his family did it, someone's did. Yeah. One of his friends or someone yeah, he knew somebody, somebody, had connections. Yeah. Especially after finding out that like the guy who owns a bar posted his bail. Yeah. It's like, what kind of guy was this that everyone was willing to do? Maybe he had like Charles Manson But maybe crazy the guy charisma. posting the bail from the bar was like a, like that's a threat because they're like, hey, uh, if you don't like help us out with this, we're going to expose what you do at this bar selling drugs to minors blah 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 i mean i watched a lot of like gossip girl (laughs) and like uh 90210 and that just it seems like an episode yeah it it does it 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 has that feel to it so the case would popularize the strategy later termed the rough sex defense oh my gosh the defense sought to depict um jennifer as a promiscuous woman who kept a sex diary even though no such diary existed, okay. a lot of, of news like outlets did run a story saying, well, she kept a sex diary. Because as soon as someone says it, that's what you run oh with. Oh, my God. How fucked up is this yeah. shit? And it's, and it's the 80s. Oh, you know, you know what I mean? And like, there's no fact checking in the yeah. internet. You can't just ask. Oh, my gosh. So uh, reading this just made me really mad. But the, um, I guess like the murder that's going to, I'm going to talk about right now is going to, be even more maddening it gets oh, okay so he was released on bail and he roamed around for two years before his like his um trial oh my fucking god Where what shortly after he was charged robert was recorded with several young women in lingerie and at one point in the tape robert strangled a doll like a barbie doll and said to the camera oops i think i killed it this was after. Okay, okay was here's the thing. After. And it, it's not to make any excuse uh-huh. because that's so fucking gross and repulsive. But like I can literally see just a bunch of like college guys sitting around and joking about it. I like, Well, yeah, I can see like, that. It's not to say that it's okay or whatever, but it's just like, I could just, I could, he looks like such a douchebag that he would be that kind of guy and but he would have friends like that. Why that they record would, it? <laughs> Because they're fucking assholes. And he probably he probably thought that he was so well connected that like he can get away he can with get it. away with it. And he like, gets he gets a slap on the wrist. Exactly. People yeah. were probably like, Don't worry about it, don't worry about it. Like, you're fine. I'm gonna take care of you, bro. Well, he was defended by a criminal defense lawyer who was very well known named Jack T. Littman. And he's famous for using the temporary insanity defense on behalf of Richard Heron, who bludgeoned his ex-girlfriend, Bonnie Garland, in 1977. So when I read the story, it was fucked up. She had broken up with him, and he had gone to her house while she was sleeping, used a hammer, bludgeoned her to death. And then what? drove home and then later on was like, oh, I feel really bad about it. So no one knew that she had been bludgeoned to death because it was the middle of the night. His, her parents went to go check on her. She was gurgling in her own blood. And she, he was the, that Jack guy was able 
to defend it, saying it was temporary insanity and Fuck send off. him. And then so like the Catholic diocese also said like, you know, he's such a good boy. Money. So like money, they, he money got, bought that he got like, he got like, just, he went to like a whatever treatment center for like a couple of years and then he was out. That was it. So they're both That's Yale disgusting. students. And then they're like, they branded him as like, well, he has a bright future. He went to Yale. I'm like, so did she, she fucking went to Yale. She didn't want to yeah. fucking, oh, so yeah. mad. That, so that was his lawyer. That's how good of a lawyer he got. So. Hey, let me tell you about this person that uh, helped out my buddy 10 years ago. Yeah. He can totally, he can totally help get you. you out. He can totally get you out. It's a sure thing. Dude. I don't know what it is about my fucking conspiracy paranoia brain, but it's just like the, the money runs deep. Oh, money runs deep. This is like money runs on top of that. Like if you think thing. of like Gossip Girl in New York, this was upper crust New York as well. So yeah. if you kind of put yourself in that like Gossip Girl atmosphere of like mm-hmm. really rich people getting away with things. Oh, yeah. No. It's, it makes a lot of sense. For sure. But especially in 1986 when there's no internet and there's yeah. no like anything else no. like that. It's, so. Yeah, no. Totally fucking... And wasn't the mob, like, was the mob still active in the 80s? The mob is probably still active now. What am I saying? Like, they're just better at hiding it nowadays. (laughs) So They pay their police officers more. So Robert's trial began January 4th, 1988 and lasted approximately three months. Jesus. The the jury deliberated for nine days, but was unable to reach a unanimous decision unanimous decision okay so, so i think there's some jury tampering yeah there is or or because they oh look i thought at, you were about to tell me that there was oh no <laughs> but i think also like you look at him and then you're like and then you know he just presents himself so well and you're like well that's such a nice fine young oh man gosh, you people know? need to stop like if you're gonna look at someone who's ugly and like and beat up and all that and be like that's a murderer or just the color of their skin and say that's, that's a murderer. murderer i'm like you don't get to be like well he's so pretty he yeah. can't hurt anybody it's like ted bundy fucking shot that shit down real fucking but quick. there's so many people who don't think he did it there's too many people who people don't, don't think ted bundy some people there's actually conspiracy <sighs> blogs oh, and groups gosh. who really don't believe he did it they're like there's no actual evidence like for reals. They're like, look at him. He was so promising. He worked for Paula. Oh yeah, it's crazy. You guys should go work for Brock, <laughs> Brock Turner, man. They probably do support Brock Turner. Oh, there's tons of people who still I do. Know. Yeah. Ugh. So Robert accepted a plea bargain where he pled guilty to first degree manslaughter mm-hmm. and was sentenced to 15 years in prison. At least he, at least he pled guilty. So he served all 15 years at Auburn Street Prison because Ooh, that's shocking. He was a shithead. <laughs> he assaulted a correction officer oh my and was cited repeatedly for weapons and drug infractions. So he never got to. Yeah, this was probably a dude that probably like didn't like getting told what to do and mm-hmm. was finally put into a place where like now you're not top you're not top shit. No. He spent a third of his time 5 years in solitary confinement. Ooh, that's he was a shithead that's, in prison as well. Um, so he was out now? He was released February 14, 2003 and settled down with his girlfriend who stayed with him this whole time, all 15 years, Sean Koval. I'm sorry, he was dating someone? The whole time. While he murdered this other girl? No, like okay. right after, that, okay. when he did that video, under two years he was out, he started dating a girl Stand who by was your man. in that video with the Barbie doll video. Oh my gosh. She was one of the girls in lingerie. She stayed with him. Wow. Yeah. Uh, 
that's what I mean. Like he must have like this personality. And like people <sighs> did say like in all the stories I read that he was like the guy. He was, you know, he was Chuck Bass, basically. <laughs> kind of dangerous. He sounds and looks a little. Yeah, so he's kind of dangerous, kind of yeah. a fucking dickhead, but people really want him. I think that's what it Probably was. Probably because he was dangerous. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So Ew. he also settled a wrongful death lawsuit with Jennifer's parents, who sued him for $25 million. Good for them. As he did not contest, Robert agreed to pay $25 million, agreeing to pay all lump sums he receives. Like if he got like a movie deal or a book deal, he would give all that money to her parents. But the thing is that if he never does those things, he'll never have to give yeah. them money. As well as agreeing to pay all like 10% of all of his future income. So he's going to pay them. He's going to pay him basically 10% for the rest of his life. Yes. And any money he makes. And then any money he makes off the profit of his of her, their daughter's death. Yes. If he ever chooses to do so. Which up to $25 million. I mean, I guess whatever. And um so shortly after he's, this dude is so like so it's so like ugh, whatever it's only 10 percent. like he they, they must be rich like it, it really must be like a situation that's why where, I, like, like it was very confusing when i found out that he was came from a poor family i mean maybe the mom when she came here was poor but she like something has to like who knows who knows or maybe he's just really good friends with someone who is rich he, like, who's covering for him i mean at least they at least he settled on and they gave him some money. Yeah. Unless he decides that he's never going to work for the rest of his life. Well, unless, unless you do a ton of illegal things. Which, yeah. Yeah. So shortly before Thanksgiving 2004, Robert was stopped in his sob driving with a suspended driver's license. A search of the car found an envelope containing unknown substances. <laughs> on November 29th, 2004, Robert was charged with possession of heroin and cocaine driving with a suspended license and driving a car without a valid inspection all you have to sticker. do all you gotta do bro is just stay away from the drugs and get an uber like this is too long ago 2004. i know taxis I know. are expensive get a, yeah get they, you're in new york take the subway yeah it's in the 80s take the fucking subway yeah Stay away from the drugs, man. Drugs are bad. So he pleaded guilty in July 2005 and was sentenced to a reduced sentence of 90 days in jail and fined $200. On October 22nd, 2007, Robert was again arrested, this time in his own apartment for selling controlled substances. <sighs> Dude. Which makes sense as to why he agreed. Because now that I think about it, it's like, well, they would never be able to take his money away if he's a drug dealer. Or if he's, yeah, like... As if he's illegally making then, money, they'd but never But then know. also, like, I mean, when he went to jail, he was probably like, I mean, I'm going to be a, I'm gonna be in jail for 15 years. I'm not going to be able to get a job afterwards. Yeah. So like, why try? Or if, I guess if you married really rich, then he wouldn't have to worry about it either. Yeah. I'm but starting to wonder why the girlfriend stayed. I think he was, like, had that personality. Yeah, but still, I mean, what really was she doing for 15 years? Like, go find another dick to ride. She probably did. She probably I don't did. know. I mean, that's maybe not though. Fifteen. Oh, fifteen years. So um, and then some. Cops said that Robert struggled with officers. Yeah. And who tried to handcuff him, and so like one of the de- detectives actually suffered a broken thumb as they tried to fight him to get him <sighs> into cuffs in the first place. Dude. Robert and his girlfriend Sean 
were charged with running a cocaine operation out of the apartment. God damn. And this was a like co- a really nice apartment that they were able to get for really cheap because Sean's, I think, mother um, died and so they were able to get the rent control apartment. <laughs> so I was just like, and so everyone in like the comment section was just like, they got a fucking apartment in like upper Manhattan for how much money? It was like 1900 but still. Yeah. Like, come on. So in August 11, 2008, the Manhattan DA's office announced that Robert had pleaded guilty for selling drugs. And on September 2nd, 2008, Robert was sentenced to 19 years on a drug charge, meaning he got less time for murdering someone than for selling drugs. Yeah. Yeah, that's gross. Um but it's also like his third offense with the drugs. Yeah. But I mean, same time, it's yeah. like, it is kind of gross. Yeah. So the song I was talking about was a very popular song that didn't have a ton of radio play, but it was by The Killers, who, who had a song called Jenny Was a Friend of Mine. And a line of the song says, there ain't no motive for this crime. Jenny was a friend of mine. And like, that's the fact that when they sing it live, they replaced that line with she couldn't scream while I held her down. She They replaced that line with she couldn't scream while I held her throat. So there was there's like a like a like a suspicion that it might have to do with this murder. Mm-hmm. But only that cracked article and the Wikipedia page mentioned it. But no other article I found talks about it hmm. being a connection. And if you go on a Wikipedia page for that song, it's not mentioned on there either. It's only mentioned in the specific murder. So I don't know if like it's just someone's trying to like make a connection. Yeah. But Are I just the wanted to mention from Boston. It. Did they actually know? I think they're from Vegas. They're from Vegas. They're a Vegas okay, band. So. But I mean, this was a big. This was a preppy murder. So this was like a big murder case. Yeah, but still, that's odd. Yeah. That they would. I mean, I don't know. Apparently, they have a murder series. They do like three. They they did like a trilogy of like murder songs. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, see, I don't know anything about the Killers, so I wouldn't yeah. know. But you, I mean, when your band name is the Killers, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I think the front man's like a like really um, devout Mormon too. Is he? <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I, think so. I, have no I know, idea. like they're really religious. So That's or one of them were. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, thank you very much for that story. No problem. I was afraid that you had heard it before, but I I'm think told. I did. Yeah, I think like, it, I, and I the think the preppy murder sounded familiar. When, yeah, the preppy murder sounded familiar. Um, I think I have heard that, uh, especially the rough sex argument. Yes, and I know that there's like another one, uh, another murder from Australia where there that was like I think was going on maybe last year or the year before, where uh, he was also doing like a or. He was saying she jumped off the balcony and then other people. Yeah, I remember that. that. He pushed her. Mm -hmm. But uh, thank you so much. It was really great. No problem. Uh, All right. So I'm doing a old murder today as well. And it's old, old. So most of this story is uh, described in letters written by uh, Raphael Hollenshed. Uh, which, fun fact, Raphael's writings, a majority of them, would later become uh, one of the major sources uh, for William Shakespeare in his plays, uh, which I thought was really wild. Um, and actually, this story 
uh, would later be influenced in a, in a lot of William Shakespeare stuff. So okay, uh, but not like all one play. It was like little bits all over the place. It's obviously the murder of Julius Caesar, right? No, <laughs> I am doing the story of Alice Arden. Okay. And Alice Arden was born in 1516 in Kent, England, and uh, she was born into a very well-to-do family. Uh, she was young and tall and was well-favored of shape and countenance, uh, which apparently is face or facial expressions. So she was really beautiful, mm -hmm. quite the catch, had a lot going for her, had money. Uh, but it's the 1500s, so uh, she gets married off to the, a dude. Yeah, that, the um, highest bidder. Apparently, well, he wasn't a high, he wasn't the highest bidder. Really? Uh, because he was just a tailor, but apparently he had something going on for him. I don't really, I don't really know too much. But A lot of blackmail material. Yeah. Yeah. So she gets married to uh, Thomas Arden, and then they receive Faversham Abbey as a gift, which was uh, like this super old monastery. Mm -hmm. uh, but they get like this huge plot of land. Um, but it's since been dissolved, so don't bother trying looking for it because it's gone. Don't try to stay there yeah. overnight. Don't don't be like I heard about this place on a podcast. I'm gonna go hit it up. It's it's not there. Uh, so Thomas must have been a bore because Alice starts having an affair with Thomas's arch nemesis and rival uh, Richard Mosby, and uh, like. First of all, I thought it was so fucking funny that she's like he has he has a rival. Like, did a lot of people back yeah, in the day yeah, have rivals? Yeah, rivals I don't think I have and a nemesis. Rival. Like, it yeah. was just like they were both tailors, and oh, so like competing. it was like it was like a competition between these tailors. I don't I don't know, but anyways, she starts having an affair with Richard, and the two aren't secret about it at all. Richard is coming over to the house at all hours of the day and night. She, he's staying for dinner. He's having sex with her. Like they're holding hands out in public. Jesus. Like it's ballsy, mm -hmm. uh, for Alice, I think, uh, in the 1500s, yeah, but she's from, she's a well-to-do girl. So maybe she can just kind of do whatever maybe she wants. Maybe you get away with more if you're well-to-do. Yeah. And if the husband doesn't have a problem with it, then like whatever what i wonder if her husband was gay well he was just turning a blind eye because he didn't want to uh cut ties with the family oh okay so he was like i thought maybe he found another lover but like you know no, it was he was secret. he was a very like meek like okay. kind of man uh and how did he get her i don't i don't know yes. i don't know it might have been like a the the, the parents were like yeah i was Maybe Alice was being punished, so she was married off to Tom. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. She just, they ended up together. Maybe Tom is, at, they're, they're actually having like a, a droplet. They're all together. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, so, no. okay. That would have been kind of like interesting. Yeah. So that made Alice uh, despise him more because like, she's like, I don't like, I'm having this affair with this guy. And I want you to leave yeah, me. I, just, I, want I want you to do you something. To yeah. Uh, but it's the 1500s and women can't divorce their husbands oh. uh, because we're their property. And uh, she's like left with very few options. So she's just like, well, I guess I'll just have to kill you because yeah. she's the fucking rich one. She's the one like he he doesn't she's not going to get anything other than maybe her freedom for killing him. And like people used to die all the time back then. Yeah. So. A little uh, bit of poison will get you a long way. <laughs> it's 
so she tries to kill him <laughs> first by poisoning. Yes. Uh, she mixes the milk or she like goes in town. She's like talking to some guy and they tell her like, okay, got to get this like bowl, this coriander, coriander, And the, then you got to put the poison in and then you got to put the milk in and you stir it up and you give it to him. That'll be good. And uh, so she goes home. She get she gets the poison. She gets the milk and the bowl. I wonder uh, if the coriander just t- like like this the taste it's a so po- strong. Coriander. I don't oh, know. Coriander. The, yeah. Oh, okay. It's that's the sh- that's I thought the you bowl. added like the herb. Yeah. Coriander. No. <laughs> I said cor- I said coriander, I but then I said coriander. Yeah, but it just sounds so yeah. similar. <laughs> yeah. Because I also was like, coriander is a poison. Like. Yeah. It was really weird when I was reading it. I had to look up what coriander even was. Yeah. Uh, so when she makes it, she like completely forgets about the order. So she puts the milk and then the poison. Oh. And she gives it to him for breakfast. And after one or two bites, Thomas is like, ew, this is gross. I'm not eating this anymore. And I don't know. He probably threw it at her. I mean, at least he didn't keep eating it like some people would have. Yeah. He was honestly. like, this is terrible. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to eat this. And so Alice had a f- failed her first attempt uh, because she just didn't think about how it was going to taste. Yeah. And um, didn't have yeah. chocolate back then. Yeah. And it's like, it's not like she's going to taste it on herself. No. Like, to be like, what's this taste like? Um, so then Alice is like, well, I clearly can't do this myself. Uh, I'm going to go get some accomplices. So... Uh, she reaches out to another one of Tom's arch nemesis, uh, Mr. So John Green, who was also a tailor oh. in a neighboring town. So I'm thinking there was like some tailor war going on. Yeah, they're all fighting mad, over, taking over yeah, each, each losing no, clients. Yeah. And it's just because there's not like there's a lot of jobs back in the 1500s. Uh, but yeah, arch nemesis. So she goes to Mr. Green, who was a tailor in the neighboring town, and Tom and John had some beef because John owned the land that was bordering on the backside of uh, Faversham Abbey. Mm -hmm. And then Tom was like, uh, he went and was trying to like claim this part of the town or part of the land, including the house that John was living in. And uh, he was like, this is actually part of the Abbey's land and took him to court and then won somehow the article was basically like he stole it. So mm-hmm. I think he probably did some shit and then he kicked John out of the house and then he, they didn't, he didn't even do anything with the fucking land. He just Jeez. kicked John out. So just to be a dick. Yeah. Just to be a dick. So Alice is all this like, these two have a real ax to grind. Uh, this will be so easy. Um, so and she probably like ran her crazy little plotty hands together. And so Mr. Green's like, yeah, sure. I'll do it. I'll totally kill your husband. It'll be great. I'll be able to get my, you'll be able to, you'll give me back my house. Great. Awesome. That's all I want. Uh, so he goes and hires a couple of men, uh, Mr. Bradshaw, who was a local goldsmith, uh, Sir Richard Cavendish, who was a soldier during the siege of Boulogne. And then, uh, then at one point they also acquire Black Will, who, uh, is an old acquaintance of Bradshaw's, uh, who apparently had committed a lot of horde murders in France and burglaries and it's like well they have a really good team yeah they've got a murderer a blacksmith they black will he's gonna get the job done uh and so uh they go i wrote i'm so sorry for this angela i wrote john had a pretty good killing team so now they're gonna go and fulfill alice's killing dream oh my god because i'm i'm so cheesy 
Uh, so the group of men go out and uh, they follow Thomas for a few days, but they can't seem to catch him at a good time where they can just like kill him. No oper- no good opportunity presents itself. Uh, one time Blackwell was able to get close to killing him, uh, following him into a lodge in London. But uh, after attempting to gain access to his room, uh, the servant that Thomas was with uh, was like, hey, you can't come in here. And then Blackwell was like, well, I'm here to kill Tom and uh, you. <laughs> and uh, the guy was like, well, I don't want to die. And so he like closed the door and locked it yeah. and like kept the door locked all night. And so Blackwell couldn't get in there too. Why would he be like- I don't know. That's- it was like, that's just the- sure what was written. Um, so, uh, Will couldn't get in there, couldn't kill the guy. And it was all the servant's fault. And then the following morning, uh, the servant was like, Hey, so I've given it some thought. I'll let you kill Tom. Uh, just don't kill me. Uh, I'll set it up where you can like ambush him on the road home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he like tells Tom that like his horse is lame or something like that. And, uh, so he has to stay behind with the horse, but he'll send him with some, with some other people. And so the men, like they tried to, uh, ambush Tom on the way home, but Tom had, uh, convinced a bunch of other acquaintances to travel with him. Uh, so Will was unable to isolate him enough to kill him. And Tom was be was able to return home safely, yes. much to Alice's dismay. So Alice is like, fuck, guys. Like, you guys are screwing this up. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to arrange for my husband not to leave town. On his way to the town, you're going to stop at this one spot. And you're going to get him while he's there. Uh, and they're like, cool. So she, uh, she sends Black Will out again. Or she sends Tom out again. And this time it's Black Will and his friend, George Shakebag. And they head out, but they go to the wrong place. So as Tom like gets off to his meeting and comes back, they're sitting in this other, like the wrong area because they don't know this area at all. And so they miss him. And so once again, they didn't have Google maps. Yeah. They didn't have Google maps. They took a left instead of a right. It was terrible. So Alice is just like getting so pissed off because she doesn't want to be with him anymore. And you're supposed um, to kill one person. How hard is this? How hard is it? Uh, so Alice kicks up another plan, uh, because Valentine's day is fast approaching and there's going to be a large celebration affair. Uh, Alice would be able to get her lover, Richard to pick a fight with Tom in public and then kill Tom in a duel. But like, it'd be like, they'd have a showdown and then Tom would have to like start the fight. So it's like self-defense, not yeah. murder. But does she know her very meek husband? Yes. Well, that was sort of Richard's like uh like statement back was like i don't think tom's gonna want to engage yeah. in this duel so i'm not gonna do it and she was like well you're not getting sex tonight get out um and yeah alice is like you know what fuck it like this i'm trying to like set up like some big elaborate scheme is like not working out we just gotta like kill him right in the house yeah so one poison that a stroke yeah what <laughs> I really wish that she would have just poisoned him. It probably she probably would have been able to get away with yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but instead, she decided to do it this way, and now I get to tell you this story. Oh. So one Sunday afternoon, Alice decides to throw herself a little party, and she invites over her murder gang, and she hides Black Will in the closet of their home. He arrives early, and he yeah. hangs out in the closet all day. 
Um, then they invite over Richard and Richard's sister, Cicely, and everyone sits down to enjoy their dinner. And then after dinner, when everyone, uh, is like hanging out and stuff like that, um, Tom and, uh, Richard sit down to play a game of backgammon. They're supposed to be arch nemesis, but for whatever reason, they decided to sit down and play a game together. I, it didn't make any sense to me. Maybe that's how they used to be arch nemesis. You just, you know, like yeah. when you watch old movies, they I sit think, together and they play chess for some reason. You're like, what are you doing? It's probably because he's like, well, my wife is fucking you anyways. Like, we're just gonna grin big and bear it. Big happy family. Yeah, big happy family. Um, so uh, they're playing the game, and then as everyone's like playing the game, Alice gives the signal, and um, Blackwell comes out from the shadows from behind Tom, throws a napkin. Some people called the napkin, one article called it a towel. It's probably a towel. Threw a napkin over his head, and began to strangle him from behind. At which point, Richard steps forward and hits him over the head with a pressing iron, then takes out his dagger and slits Tom's throat. He has just been poisoned. Alice then takes the dagger and stabs Tom seven or eight times until he finally dies. Uh, then they transport his body to the meadow behind the house. Then they go inside and partied the rest of the night. Yes. Uh, very loudly. They like were playing the music really loud. The daughter came downstairs. The servants were playing. Like it was just so that because they wanted the neighbors to think that Tom was one still alive mm-hmm. and two just like partying and dancing the night away. Alice then paid Blackwell 10 pounds. Uh, John gave him a horse and Blackwell, he left. He was like, peace out. Peace out. Glad we got this done. Uh, as the party continued on, some of the servants became suspicious of the disappearance of Tom. And so Alice is always like, well, I don't know. Why don't you go look for him outside? Uh, but it was nighttime, so they couldn't find him. And uh, the following morning, uh, Alice alerts the town that her husband is missing. And I'm sure she probably would have won an award for her fantastic acting skills. She was Meryl Streep. Uh, because, like... She had, she had been planning this for a while, so it was probably really great. I would have loved to have seen it. Um, so the townspeople gather together, and they decide to do a search. They, like, start scanning for him. Uh, and then eventually they find the corpse behind, behind the house in the garden. And immediately the townspeople are suspicious because they found him in a nightgown and some slippers. So if he had been... Uh, like dancing the night away and all why this different stuff. Like gown? why is yeah. he in and it had gone Did missing no during one the party? That when yeah. they were because and they, the body? they changed his clothes. That makes no sense. Because he was eating dinner when they killed him and so then they changed his fine. clothes. Yeah. If Just they would have left him Oh my gosh. If they would have put him in Left him not, in his clothes. Yeah. Well, changed him out of those clothes, but like put him in another set of clothes. Like, yeah. I don't know. Or leave him in the clothes he was. I don't know. The, the, these idiots for all the the, for all the planning that they went through and it was because uh it had snowed and so there were like footprints like all over the place so they were also able to like track it backwards they weren't very smart so now they uh they go back into the house and they're able to search the house and the house they find the blood and hair uh, which leads them to believe that he was murdered in the parlor because that's where he was. And then after searching the parlor, they find the knife and the bloody clothes. And it's just like, you, didn't, you guys didn't even, you guys didn't even like no. dispose of the shit like all day. They that didn't well. even try. Yeah. 
And since Alice hasn't exactly been like the greatest and most loyalist wife, uh, everyone is immediately like, like that she, she fucking, fucking did, it. did it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when they provide all the evidence before her, uh, she immediately admits her guilt and names all of the accomplices. Uh, so Alice is later found guilty of petty treason um, and is burned at the stake in 19 f- in 1551. Uh, all the servants involved were also burned at the stake, including uh, the daughter, even though the daughter wasn't even no, like a part of matter. it. Uh, they killed her anyways, because that's what they did. Uh, they were able to track down uh, Bradshaw and Richard Mosby and his sister, Cicely, even though Cicely didn't really, again, didn't do anything. Uh, but because she was there, uh, they all were all hanged. How did everyone survive those days? If you just killed all the childbearing women, um, how do you survive? I don't. I, I think how about, do we survive as a society? I think about that question witches. all of the time. Yeah. Like, how the fuck did we survive? Like, when you think it's crazy. But yeah, they think of how many more people there would be. <laughs> Not that we Great, need yeah. more people. Not that we need more people, but, but maybe we would have ended up with better people. Um, so Black Will is able to escape for a while, but then eventually he's able to get caught. Uh, but he takes his own life during his arrest. Well, it's better so. than being burnt alive. Yeah. So I don't disagree uh, with him. And then finally, there's a local legend that says that no grass grows on the spot where Tom Arden's dead body was found. And that's the story of Alice Arden. The wife killer, or the husband killer, who tried to uh, murder her husband several times and then finally succeeded and then was burned alive. Because she was so dumb. <laughs> she was so dumb. Like That's really, she was a terrible murderer. She may have been pretty and stuff like that, but she, she definitely was wasn't going to school. super dumb. I mean, dumb you had, all you had to do was one thing, Alice, yeah. and that was put the poison and then the milk. So you don't dumb. sit the poison on top of the milk, then all they're going to drink is the milk or the oh. poison and they're not going to want to eat it all. Yeah. <sighs> this could have been, this wouldn't have been the story we covered though if he, she just poisoned him. No. So. Well, actually, I probably still would have. It would have been very uh, short. You've been like, and now we're done now. Bye. Yay. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for your story. Thanks. And thank you guys for listening. I hope people are being educated by some of these things and they're yes. being able to learn something new. It's a, you can learn like a cool news story to like share at a dinner party. Yeah. I, I have so many stories now I tell people. I like, I don't remember all of the details, but I'll be like, you ever hear about this Korean mall that like. Have you ever heard of the Chewy Penis? Down? Have, you, have you ever heard? Would you like to tell me a story? <laughs> but Chewy Penis? Would you like me to tell you a story? Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's it for this week, guys. Thanks so much for, well, I was going to say watching. Um, listening. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, our email address is peoplekeepdying at gmail.com. In if case you, you have any stories. Stories, comments. We love we love it all. Review us, rate yeah. us. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah. We're very small, so any sort of traction would be yeah. great. Any engagement is good engagement. Yes. Uh, and yeah, that's it for this week. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully you're not dead next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.